What if you could build a business in the modern world as big or as small as you want without having to compromise the things that were the most important to you in the very beginning? This is the Wealthy Consultant Talks podcast with Taylor Welch and Mike Walker, as they share with you today their learning lessons from stories in their experiences over the past 10 to 15 years and share with you right here, right now. Let's get into it. Hey, what's up? Years ago, I started teaching on risk, how to manage risk, how to think about risk. And um, you know, life has so many ups and downs and some seasons you feel really good and some seasons you don't. And I think that we have a, a problem with most trainers and educators and teachers today because they only make it sound like it's just a bunch of good, like it's everything's good. But when you're building a business, as you're likely experiencing or you have experienced in the past, it can be challenging. And sometimes the things that are instinctual to us are to, to retreat and to try to barricade ourselves in and kind of protect ourselves from all risk, but that's not living. That's just choosing uh, a, a low-impact life. And so anyways, several years ago, I recorded a training on risk and safety and how to live a fully maximized life in business. I want to share it with you today. This is a longer episode. This is about an hour long, a little bit less, 50 minutes. And uh, I want you to listen to it, take it to heart, put it into practice if you can. The riskiest thing that you can do in most scenarios is to do nothing and pursue perfection. They don't talk about the risk of inaction, but there is a significant risk attached to you doing nothing or knowing that you should do something but not doing it. Follow your intuition as you listen to this. There are likely areas in your life right now that are calling you forward. Yet, because there is some risk involved, you feel maybe uneasy about it and you're maybe attaching that to your intuition, but it's actually excitement and fear can feel the same way. Sometimes when we're excited to do something, we feel those nerves. And I just want you to pay attention to it as you listen to this. You've got such a bright future. And the, the world is getting better, not worse. Opportunities are becoming more abundant, not more scarce. So pay attention to what you believe. And if you want to know how you feel about something, you can track that back to your beliefs. So keep an open mind. Listen to this training. I think you'll enjoy it. See ya. Uh, let's get started. Let's dive in. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Can you feel it in the air? It's, a, it's just a good time to be alive. Like there's more opportunity today than there was yesterday. And there's, there, there was more opportunity yesterday than the day before that. It's amazing how when you learn to spot opportunity, the biggest risk you have is actually like being overwhelmed by it. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Too many ways to make money. Too less to be stressed. Just have a little bit of fun. All right, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's talk about risk and safety. The title of today is just risk and safety. Very creative. And, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time coming up with the title for this, risk and safety. But here's the thing. It's important for you to know that the opposite of safety is not risky. The opposite of safety is not risky. The opposite of risky is not safety. It's important for you to have your head screwed on straight and for you to be calibrated correctly when it comes to risk, security, safety. That's why all of you are here in the first place, right? Like you are here to have control over your business. 
to have complete security. You're here because you want something to change. And it's come to my attention. I took some calls last week and you know me, like I'm always in the weeds and like kind of talking to people and messaging people. And it's really come to my attention that people do not understand the idea of managing risk. People are in the game of avoiding risk and eliminating risk, but that is not how you win. Nobody ever got rich by being completely risk averse and not understanding the game. Sometimes the safest place you can be as an entrepreneur is risking appropriately to get the things you want in life. I remember in, uh, you know, 2007 and 2006, 2000, and, and, you know, people were literally skipping due diligence. They were putting money into things they had no business putting money into. They were buying things that they could not afford. And uh, the view, quite frankly, that people held of, you know, safety and risky, you know, they didn't think what they were doing was risky. Um, but how many of you know that sometimes the way you look at a situation defines whether it is a risk, whether it is a wise investment. And so your perspective is so important. The older you get, the more successful you get in business, the more you realize that really what we're all in the business of is delivering perspective and tuning perspective. When I hire mentors, I am hoping that they will give me a perspective that I do not already have. It's perspective. It's how you look at situations. Um, I'll give you an example. About six months ago, I had a friend call me from uh, Memphis, one of the buddies that I used to be real close with. And um, for two years, I've been trying to get this guy to quit his job and start his own business. Like two years. And if you don't, like I'm, I'm a proponent of people and I really care about people and this person is talented and, you know, I'm like, dude, you can do your own thing. You're good at marketing. You're talented. He has a background in branding. And I was like, quit your job, dude. Like it's, and his thing is like, you know, well, he's like, man, when you have kids, you'll understand. It's just too risky. I need the security. When you have kids, you'll understand. I'm like, well, cool. That's four kids. And, you know, he's, he risks things, but whatever. So he calls me about six months ago. He says, dude, I'm, I am losing my job. Do you have anything? Can I come work for you? And I remember being like so pissed off at this guy because I'm like, dude, you have, you know, you got a family and I've told you for two years and I kind of just beat the shit out of him for a little bit, you know, in a way that was, I was like, I love you, but dude, you got to freaking, you know, do something to get real control over your life. But whatever, doesn't matter. Like what have you been doing the last two years? But in his mind, his perspective, the way he looked at the situation was it's too risky to go build my own thing. There's too much safety here. And he was actually calibrated the wrong way. He couldn't make good decisions because his view of, of risky was actually not like that was actually the wrong view of risk. His view of safety was the wrong view. The way he was looking at the situation, the way he was looking at his job, the way he was looking at kind of his future, he lacked the perspective to understand how to invest risk. And we've talked about this before, but risk 
R I S K is the best way to look at risk is it's like an asset that you have and you can invest risk into different ventures. So risk is not something that you can just completely avoid. Well, you can, but you're going to live far beneath your potential, far beneath the level that you should be operating at, right? Risk is actually an asset. It's an intangible asset that you get so much of. And the more successful you become, the more risk you have to use, but the more you have to lose in the process. Is this making sense? The reason this is so like important to me right now is because I just came off of talking to like 10 people last week and they don't understand risk. And, you know, they're like, well, what if it doesn't work out? And it's like, I'm going to get to it. And I'm going to make a full circle. But, you know, first of all, I want to congratulate you if you're here because you get it. The risk of doing nothing is far greater than the risk of trying and failing. The greatest risk you can actually be in is avoiding risk in pursuit of safety. You should probably write that down. The greatest risk is avoiding risk in pursuit of safety because what's safe in the short term is usually never safe for long in the macro long term. Just going to slow down a little bit because this is like really, really important. It's so clutch that you get this. The greatest risk for you is avoiding risk in pursuit of safety. At a certain point, when people get all obsessed with like, what if this doesn't work and what if that doesn't work? It's like, bro, you are obsessed with the wrong things <laughs> because half the stuff that you try is not going to work. So if you just try nothing, good luck. Nothing's going to work. Safety comes from mastery. Risk comes from ignorance. It's internal, not external. And uh, there's a great, one of the, one of the stories that I love to talk about is Zuckerberg. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg has been in the news a lot lately because he's like a bad CEO and doesn't know how to run Facebook. But hopefully they don't ban this Facebook live because I'm making fun of Zuckerberg. But um, I don't think that Zuckerberg is actually the best at managing like people and stuff. But when you look at it, the way he makes risk in investment decisions, he is a genius. Like he is a literal genius. You go back in the day to when he was buying Instagram. I think he bought Instagram for $2 billion. Okay. Um, the value of Instagram today is way more than that. Let me just see if I can find it. Okay, so Instagram today is worth $35 billion. He bought it for about $2 billion. How many of you would raise your hand and say, that's a pretty good investment? Raise your hand, say yes, that's, I think that's a good investment. You buy a company for $2 billion, and then it's worth $35 billion. I would say that's a pretty good investment. Okay, so $2 billion, $35 billion. Then he turns around and he buys WhatsApp. 
And I'm pretty sure that he spent around $20 billion for WhatsApp, or it was $18 billion or something, something like that. Um, and WhatsApp has not really paid off necessarily for him. I don't know that he's lost money on it, and I'll have to look it up. And, you know, I, I study these businesses, and I've got all this information swirling in my head, but I'm not sure the exact numbers, so just give me the benefit of the doubt. So he might he might have lost a little bit of money with WhatsApp, but let's say, you know, let's say WhatsApp was a waste of time. So he makes one investment, invests $2 billion. Now it's worth $35 billion. He made about $33 billion. Then he spends $20 billion of that and never gets it back. So he's lost $20 billion. Well, if you look at that, in hindsight, it makes sense because if you take $32 billion minus $20 billion, he still made $12 billion. I'm going to tie this around. Just stay with me. You can see some people are like their eyes are rolling back in their head. <laughs> Too much math. Too much math. So he's a net positive $12 billion. What if Zuckerberg was so risk averse that he just didn't do either one? At this point, who cares if he lost $20 billion? He still made $12 billion net. This is how it works. I invested, I invested into two coaches when I was just getting started. And I understood that it was a risk. And I understood, you know, back at the time I was, I was pretty young and dumb. And I didn't know how to do due diligence. And so I, I, I risked something and I actually lost money on both of them because I was ignorant and I didn't know how the game worked. But I invested in a third mentor and the third one worked. He actually provided what he said he was going to provide to me. Boom. I started growing. Then I invested in another course. That one didn't work. Invested in another one. That one didn't work. And it was this climb of, you know, two steps back, four steps forward, a step back, three steps forward. And what I see and what really messes me up is people aren't willing to take a step forward because it's going to cost them a step backwards. They're not willing to take three, four, five steps forward because to get there, they have to take two steps backwards. And they're unwilling to take the two steps backwards so that they can take the four steps forwards. See how messed up this is? Somebody say, safety comes from mastery. Risk comes from ignorance. So I sometimes, you know, people get in here and they're like, their first post is like, man, I'm just so scared. You know, I just took a huge risk to be in this program. It's like, what were you doing before this program? Like living like a popper every day, being like, one day I'm going to figure this out. One day I'm going to figure this out for my family. One day I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Look, the riskiest thing you can do is actually doing nothing. So I'm trying to reframe you here for a minute. I'm trying to reframe for you that the only lid you have on your potential as an entrepreneur is your risk tolerance. And unless you learn how to monitor and manage and tolerate risk, you'll never know what it's like to enjoy safety. People think that risk and safety are on opposite sides of the equation. But I'm here today to tell you that they're actually on both. They're both on the same side. The deepest safety you can find is learning how to manage and invest risk appropriately. You're afraid of risk. If you're afraid of it, you're always afraid of the loss. You're never really going to know what it's like to feel safe. 
Mm. Hashtag Mindset Monday. So anyways, I am, uh, you know, last week, I love it. I get to talk to people, but every now and again, I just get an itch to hop on strategy sessions and chat with people. And I've talked with a few of you guys in here, but it's different talking with clients because it's like talking with family. You know, I, I see Kevin on here, you know, talking to you, bro, is just like talking to family. Everybody's going for it. They're like, man, Taylor, I really want to hit like 40... 40k a month and I know I can and I've been stuck at seven grand a month for the last, you know, 98 years and I just need help. I don't know what's missing. And I'm like, here, okay, well, I know what's missing. You know, it's 9,800 to hop in. Like, oh shit, that's a lot of money. That's totally worth it. I'm not ready yet. (laughs) You're not ready for what, bro? What are you not ready for? They're like, well, I'm not ready for that kind of investment. Why not? Why aren't you ready? Well, what if it doesn't work out? And I can hear like some of the salespeople being like, you know, don't you know how to sell? Like, aren't you like the master sales closer? Like, yeah, I am. I literally could, I, I feel like I'm at the place now where I could get anybody to do anything because I know how to close. And so it's like, when I'm in these conversations, what I'm actually doing is not selling. I'm disqualifying. You ain't going to get anything you want in your life by waiting until you're ready. Well, maybe you will, but you'll be 70 years old. You'll be way old. And here's the thing. Like I have made a name for myself by jumping right into the pond before we're ready. Just going all out. You got to be in the same boat. You guys want one more example? I'll give you another example. And then I've got like three takeaways from this. When it comes to risk, make sure that you're mitigating the right risk, the right risk. What I see a lot is sometimes people will, they will, they will be trying to protect themselves from the wrong kinds of risk. Uh, an example, I talked to this guy not too long ago and his name is Pete and Pete runs, this is his real name. I don't, I forgot his last name. Uh, Pete runs a, um, he runs like an agency or something and we get on the phone and we have our, our call and I'm giving him some ideas and he's like, man, I really look up to you guys. Like, I know you guys can help me. Um, uh, but I just don't think I'm ready yet because I'm just doing about 10 K a month. And my biggest worry is that once I figure this stuff out, I'll, I'll explode and I'll grow too fast without the right infrastructure. How many of you have been guilty of worrying about the wrong things in your business? Say, yep. 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 Why you Type it in the chat box. I'll say right now, I've been guilty in the past of worrying about the wrong things, things that do not matter, things that are out of sequence. So here this guy is making 10 grand a month, which dude, you know, by all means, like he's 28 years old, making 120 grand a year. That ain't bad. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this dude personally, but he's got the potential and the drive to do way more but he's worried about growing too fast without the right, you know? So I'm like, dude, can I be honest? Can I tell you the truth right now? He said, yeah, absolutely. You can tell me anything you want. So, okay, I'm about to get ready. Make sure you're sitting down. <laughs> I said, Hey Pete, lucky for you, 
you've been doing this for eight years and haven't figured it out. So there's about a 0% chance that you're just going to figure it out and grow so fast that you get overwhelmed. It was awkward silence. It's like, bro, there's no precedent. There's no precedent for you just all of a sudden overnight figuring it out and going from 10K to 50K to 100. There's no precedent for that. You've been at 10K for eight years. The difference between you, Pete, and me, and the reason that you're eight years in making 10K a month and I'm four and a half years in making 700K in a month is because of how you're making these decisions. You're mitigating the wrong risk. He's trying to mitigate the risk of, oh, what if I make too much money and have too much clients? What if, what if I grow too fast? But that's not even a risk for him. The risk should be, man, what if I stay stuck forever? Because clearly I have a pattern eight years going on here of not knowing what the hell I'm doing. Focus on the right risks. Worry about the right risks. That's why you got us in your corner because we'll tell you. Safety is not the absence of risk. The absence of risk is called being dead. That's the absence of risk. When you die, you run out of risk. Too many people are trying to literally get rid of risk. And it's like, bro, there is no scenario where you win without risking something. It doesn't exist. That reality does not exist. The ultimate safety. Here's the thing that I'm going to start landing the plane here. The ultimate safety is being able to take wise bets on yourself repeatedly and investing in your ability to think. Say it again. The ultimate safety is being able to take bets on yourself repeatedly and investing into your ability to think. tell you what, man, people get all worked up about the economy and, oh, it's going to crash and it's going to do that and bad things this and bad things that. And it's like, listen to me, the richest people in the world get rich during economic turbulence. They get rich during the downtimes. Why are you so worried about something that could make you rich? Ignorance. That's why. That's why. The only safety is internal. I'm telling you, there's no safety in the markets. There's no safety in Facebook ads. There's no safety in YouTube. There's no safety in the stock market. That's why they say there's no dangerous investments. There are only dangerous investors. It's all about the person. I posted the other day, it's like rule number one, never bet against Elon Musk. Not because Tesla's model is so much better, but because you're betting on the person. You're betting on the captain of the ship. And at the end of the day, the only safety you're ever going to get is yourself. If you can become impenetrable, if you can become wise and strategic and understand the game and achieve mastery, that's safety. That's safety. You cannot create an environment where there's zero risk. If you do, you're literally robbing yourself of the ability to win. Rocking and rolling. It's like tea time with Taylor. Telling you all the secrets.
remember way back in the day, last story, then I'm going to give you guys some takeaways. Then we'll, we'll wrap up and roll on out of here. You don't want to be like most people. Most people is, is an indictment against you. You don't want to be like most people. You want to be the, you know, abnormal. Sounds bad, but that's, that's what you want. So most people would stop there. They just, they basically profiled the risk of moving forward, but they didn't ever profile the risk of staying stuck. So the other side was, you know, we don't work together and we just keep on going by ourselves and we, you know, keep the eight grand in our bank account. And the risk there was that we would stall out at 20K a month or that it would take us 10 years to get past 100K a month. The risk was we keep working way too hard. And we might as well just keep doing freelancing because like we're working around the clock and then three, four, five years from now, we're going to get tired, burn out. Our platform won't grow. Our message won't get out there because we're never going to have enough money to invest in it. And the hardest part for me, like I said, you know, I can spend an hour with you guys and more than that, just to teach you, but you can't always spend that time on like a strategy call explaining this to somebody. The, the beauty of this is capitalism is capitalism. And some people deserve to win and some people don't deserve to win. So three things today about risk. Three takeaways. We're hopping on approaching 40 minutes. Um, I want you guys to be able to get back to work. Hopefully this has been helpful for you guys, but three things about risk. Number one, number one, if you live long enough, most people will usually get what they deserve. If you live long enough, usually you'll get what you deserve. This actually isn't mine. I didn't come up with this. I took this straight up, copied it from a guy named Charlie Munger. Charlie Munger is Warren Buffett's business partner. And Warren credits Charlie to a lot of his investment decisions that have really taken off. And Charlie's a very, very smart person. If you grab his book, um, Poor Charlie's Almanac, he kind of talks about this. But this ties in perfectly with what I'm talking about today. So thank you, Charlie. I'm going to steal it. If you live long enough, you're usually going to get what you deserve. There is a safety in that. You know, I, you guys may have seen uh, Tanner, uh, new client. He's in here. And I'm like, bro, Tanner, why you got to embarrass all of us? Like, you got your, your dumb profile picture with like 12-pack abs. And you look like freaking, you know, a god descended from the heavens. You look at like Nick Peterson. We work out together. And I'm like, dude, your veins and your arms are like bigger than my whole biceps. But at the end of the day, like they deserve that. They've made sacrifices that I haven't made. You know what I mean? Like I'm eating uh, coffee and donuts and double shots. And I guarantee you those guys are, you know, saying no to things that I'm not. They've done things that I haven't done. They've said no to things that I haven't said no to. At the end of the day, like legit, you are going to get just about what you deserve. If you have zero risk tolerance, you're probably never going to enjoy what you want to enjoy. Number one, if you live long enough, you're usually going to get what you deserve. So make sure you're behaving according to what you want. Make sure the decisions you're making are in accordance with actually being able to deserve it. Okay. Make sense. Number two risk quote risk is largely mitigated by two things. The first is going all in, going all in. I mean, sometimes you just got to burn the ships, dude. You just got to burn 
the damn ships. And that may seem risky, but it is a hell of a lot riskier to keep the ship in the bay and lose the battle because you've gotten out. There's a story that uh, Larry Page tells sometimes about when Google was young and growing. And they went on and they put in their contract like the biggest office that they could find. I don't remember what year this was. And um, he was running it by an investor or something. They were like, you don't need this many offices. You know, this is a little bit big. Doesn't that worry you? And uh, Larry was like, basically explained explained to him the concept of burning the ships. I was like, I'm going to put myself into a position where I'm backed against the corner. And the only way out is to grow. There's a guy who understands risk. And he understands reward. And he understands psychology and he knows that sometimes you got to burn the ships or you're never going to play the way you need to play to win the game. So two things. Number one is going all in. Number two is just perseverance. Perseverance is the greatest insurance you have against failure. It's, it's crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a disease that people have where they just start this thing and then they give up. They start another thing. They give up. They start another thing. And it's a disease that you have that actually will prevent you from winning. You're constantly stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting. Some of you, it's just time for you to shut up, put your head down and persevere. Keep kicking. It's the number one reason that people don't achieve what they, they set out to achieve. They just give up. They give up right before. All right. Number three, embrace the suck, even when others don't. We've got team members from competing or competitive companies asking us to work here. <laughs> Legit. Like if if a competitor's team knows that we're the best, they you know that we're the best. Like people, and most of the time we tell them no because that's weird and we don't we don't want to get spied on and stuff. But some of the stuff that you complain about is actually like, man, it's like an answered prayer from three years ago. You're like, man, I, I would love to be da 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 da. And then you get there and then you have the problems that come with that and you just lose perspective in the middle of it. It's like, dude, the problems you're experiencing now are some of the best problems. If you're going to have problems, which you are, you might as well have the problems you have. It'd always be worse. Embrace the suck. Even. When others don't, you're going to have what other people don't have because you're willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do. All right. Risk, safety, risk, safety, risk, safety. They're on the same side of the equation. Don't ever be caught in a position where you're like trying to eliminate hundred percent of the risk. And it's because that means that you're not going to grow. Never going to grow. That's all I got. That's all I got for today. Um, Again, I'm glad you guys are here. Super thrilled that you guys are here. And uh, our team loves you. And we're 100% in your corner. 110%. You guys are amazing. Adios. Adios.